Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Challenge podcast. This is a Game Week 9 preview and it's been a long two weeks of international break, hasn't it? Alex, how are you? Hi, Challenge. Good to see you again. Yes, it has been a, a disruptive week because of international breaks. Quite upsetting, but it's good that it's over. It is good, but at the same time, I've, I've got grown to enjoy international breaks over the last few years because usually I'm pretty immersed in the game. And as soon as, specifically over the last three seasons, as soon as international break comes, I just switch off entirely. I stop playing. Well, that makes one of us. So I'm glad you're enjoying international break. <laughs> well, yeah, you have so many other games going on. So you, you're playing that. If you're not playing fantasy, then you're doing some other fantasy of some sort, right? Indeed, I am. There's cricket, there's rugby, so... All sorts. Soon-to-be T20 World Cups. Yeah. Next next month? I think it's next month, yeah. We'll yeah. Maybe get into that, we'll see. And and in the Football World Cup as well. Of course, yeah. Much to look forward to end of year. For once. For once, yeah. <laughs> All right, in today's episode, we're just going to catch up on what's been happening recently because again we've been switched off and then we're going to be looking at the previous game week which was a long time ago yeah followed by some stats many player stats just to reinvigorate our brains a bit and then look forward to game week nine with our predictions and transfers as well as our captaincy not looking forward to this gaming but yeah let's try progress Pop quiz, Alex. Can you remember what you got points-wise in the last game week? Why are you doing this to me? It's really necessary. <laughs> it is. Why not? <laughs> it's been that long. Can you remember? 53. Okay. And can you remember your transfers? Because yes. I couldn't. I forgot that I, I played my wildcard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took Salah and, and Gross out and I put in you know, De Bruyne and that Everton man, Gordon, Here we for go. some apparent reason. Basically, yeah, we, you, you got 51 points, so very close there. But anyway, yeah. uh, just give us a brief rundown of your team and why you decided to do what you did. Yeah, so still warding goals with zero points. Understandable. Got destroyed by Spurs. Mm, Nico Williams, Cancelo, Trippier in defence, Martinelli, De Bruyne, Gordon, Andreas in the midfield, and... Tony, Holland, Captain, and Jesus as my forwards. Um, so those two transfers, I was thinking because Salah, Salah was just not performing for me for his price range. It was just upsetting me, to be honest. So, and De Bruyne was on form and he, had, he has good fixtures next two or three games. So I had to get him involved. And then Gordon, probably the, the best for his price maybe five and a half so just took a punt on him didn't work out but we'll see maybe it's more of a risk holding him for this week now that calvert Lewin may be back not too sure yeah i think they were pretty safe moves overall people were wild carding to get salah out and you had this the four players on your bench who just didn't play so you needed to get two players who at least played yeah yeah and Gordon, yeah, it's a good option. I think they have better fixtures coming up now anyway. And it, as you said, at his price range, it's a good option. Yeah, I think they're playing Southampton next away. So it could be interesting. Potential 
benching dilemma, but you might not need to considering the rest of your team, which I'm sure we'll talk yeah. about. Yeah, I mean, if you can talk about it now, if you want, possibly. Mention, mention yeah. it if you want, yeah. Because I've got one free transfer, so I could take a hit and take out Jesus, put in Mitrovic, take out Gordon, put in Zaha, because we've got favorable fixtures for the next 10, 11 weeks. So that could be an option. That is an option, pretty good one. I yeah. can't fault it, to be honest, but you have Rashford as well, don't you? Yeah, I'm just hoping that he'll start. But I mean, I have cover like in Andreas or Nico Williams to come in in defense if you want. And you also still have double Brighton defense. Yes, I do. Who are playing I mean, look, this week? Uh, I'll give Brighton a week. I mean, against Liverpool, it's a hard task to keep a clean sheet, but. The way Liverpool are playing lately, it's not convincing enough for me to put Salah back in my team. Sure, I still have trained, but he will start. Maybe a clean sheet for both Sanchez and Trent. A hmm. board draw at Anfield, that's what I'm hoping for. A man can hope. Yes, let's move on from this. Let's move on indeed. Uh, we'll move to my team. I played my wildcarding game week eight and I think I broke it down in the last episode about what I was going to do. And I ended up going with basically the same structure, except I think in that previous draft that I showed on stream, there was one stream that had Kane and there was ones that had Son. And in hindsight, we know what happened. And we do indeed. I was, I was never going to get Son, let's be honest. But... <sighs> what a man. Yeah, it is upsetting. It is. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> let me let me run down my team. I went double Newcastle defense. So I had Pope and Trippier. Alongside them, I had Cancelo and I went Dyer in defense. I do like that Dyer punt. Proved beneficial for you. Cheap, five million. Yeah. Start in a good defense. And then in midfield, I went De Bruyne, Martinelli, Andreas, Pereira, and Leon Bailey, again, made his way back into my team. <laughs> and I'll explain why now. And up front, I had Haaland, Captain Mitrovic, and Isaac, who managed to get a goal. And now he's potentially out for two or three weeks. And on my bench, I have James Madison, Nico Williams, and Reese James. So I ended up going Madison and James because I want them going forward. Yeah. But I wasn't convinced that Leicester were going to do well against Spurs this week. And I didn't feel okay with playing Madison against Dyer. So that's how I benched right. him. Yeah. It's one of those things. But I also wanted to have the option of bringing either Salah or Trent back in this week if I want to for game week nine. And for that reason, I ended up keeping 2.4 million in the bank. And that'll allow me to do Dyer straight back to Trent if I want to. And that meant I had to get Bailey. And Villa have good fixtures, so it made Fair sense. Fair enough, yeah. It was a good option, of course. Obviously, that meant I had to sell the likes of Jesus. So, I mean, it's one of those things. He did well, but again, the fixtures aren't that good. But after game week, and they have the blank in game week 12. Yeah, we can discuss it because I know City and... Who else? Another Arsenal. team. Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah. So 
they have the blank, so it's something that you have to plan for. And on the wild card, I'm not going to overload on them in that event. Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about that going forward. I'm quite happy. I went up in rank, thankfully, 2.8 million. I think I was something like three and a half. And you did you did well to mitigate all the wildcarders, so. I did indeed. Maybe a few yeah. hundred thousand places down. Yeah, it wasn't much. No. Brief discussions from game week eight. Anything that stood out to you? Besides, uh, maybe some... besides your some your ten minute hat trick blitz. Um, I think straightforward results that we could have predicted. I mean, Villarreal getting past Southampton, Fulham again getting goals, looking good. Uh, and Mitrovic getting none of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, in, he's entitled to have a blank in one one game, please. I guess. Um, City are back to their best, 3-0 against Wolves. Uh, Newcastle draw against Bournemouth may be surprising. To me, that was the biggest annoyance on the wild card, knowing that, again, I just wild carded double so, Newcastle defense double, yeah. into my team. And the first thing that they do is they concede. Yeah, that's one of the things when you are card and you double up on the defense. I'm so happy to choose the right team combination, I suppose. Yeah. Arsenal? I mean, straightforward result for them. I mean, a pity that Tony blanked, but against Arsenal, strong defense, strong attack. How, do you, how do you feel knowing that you've blanked for the first was it three weeks with Saka and then since then he's gone and gotten four assists and one goal to be fair I should have known from previous seasons with Saka he takes time to get his groove on like Kane so three weeks holding him just had enough and then now he starts performing just to annoy me so I'll never go back to him <laughs> If I do consider him, maybe in the next seasons, I'll do it for, from game weeks five onwards. That's fair. Probably worth considering as well. Yeah. And the Everton game, I, people, a lot of people went for Bowen on their wild cards, and I, I just don't get that. So they deserve what yeah. they've got there. Yeah. To be fair, Everton, they looked really good after the, the Merseyside display. Looks strong now, more confident. They have improved, and I think DCL coming in is a benefit for people like Gordon. So I wouldn't sell him yeah. just yet, to be fair. How with you? We can discuss this. We can. Anyway, looking at the other teams, uh, we should probably mention uh, Nottingham Forest's manager, Steve Cooper, being sacked. I didn't, right. know, that, I didn't know that until like a couple of days ago. <laughs> Neither did I. Wow. Yeah, so he's been sacked, so they'll probably be replacing him. Hopefully not with a big Sam or something like that anytime soon. Come on, the pods. Super pods. And also mentioned Brighton's new manager. I don't remember his name. The former Sassuolo manager. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't recall his name. He's very well known for his attacking. So he'll expect to see more attacking from Brighton going forward, I think. So just something to keep in mind. Well, get in mind then. I should sack Gordon and put Gross back. Maybe. He can cause problems against Liverpool, I think. The potential is there. 
let's have a look at the fixtures. Uh, this is game week 9 to 16. Uh, obviously, this is post-international break, and then the World Cup is in game week 16. And the, as mentioned in the last couple of weeks, at the moment, all the big clubs are not having the best fixtures, but the smaller clubs are. Yeah. So the Bournemouths, Crystal Palace is probably a good team to target. You mentioned Zaha earlier. Uh, Leicester, Everton, and Villa are even doing pretty well. Uh, any standouts here besides the Zaha picket you mentioned? Um, maybe a Madison, because he seems to be performing consistently, or like the best Leicester attacker, I think. But maybe Zaha going forward is a much better option and a cheaper price. I think, yeah, between those two, that's the thing. Like, if it's a question of do you want to go Zaha while he plays Chelsea this week? Or do you want to rather jump on Madison and then switch over? Uh, go straight for the kill, Zaha, against Chelsea. Fair enough. And he plays, in, they, yeah, he plays and Madison plays in game week 12 as well. So that's good for the squad knowing that Man City and Arsenal blank. So, okay, yeah, let's, let's have a look at that now while we're on the topic. You have Haaland, KDB, Cancelo. Jesus, Cancelo, and Martinelli. Yeah. So you have one, two, three, four weeks yeah. to plan. What are you going to do? Are you going to transfer them out or are you going to keep them? Well, I'll have to transfer maybe one of De Bruyne or Holland. Uh, probably keep Holland. Maybe bench him and then take out De Bruyne. Back for Salah. Looking at the fixtures, um, though, you're probably not going to sell them ahead of Man United and Southampton. No, I'll probably sell them when City play Liverpool or Game Week 11. Yeah, during that blank, I'll sell him. After that, I might make an indication on Arsenal assets, might sell them during that Liverpool game. I can see, yeah, like I tend to agree with you there, and that's probably the reason why I ended up selling Jesus on the wild card, is because looking at their next two games, it's Tottenham Liverpool and then Leeds, which is a good game, but then yeah. they're blank. Mm. So, yeah, they could score against Tottenham and Liverpool, but odds are they might not. Compared to, again, the teams that we mentioned earlier who have good games, uh, the Mitrovic's, the Izaks, the Tonys as well in the next two or three games. So I think that if you were to, if you are a Jesus owner, I think there's a very good case to sell him this week and to buy Tony against Bournemouth. Yeah, that's if you don't currently have Tony, which I do. So, yeah, good point. All right. So, so I could go the Mitrovic route for Jesus. Because look at those fixtures until gaming 15 against City or and 16 against United. Very favorable for Mitrovic. Yeah, so if you don't have Mitrovic, then you could easily go to uh, him. Are you tempted by someone like Solanke? Looking at Brentford, Leicester, Fulham, Southampton, that's four, three home games in the next four, and he's cheap. 
It is a thought. But I think maybe I can get those invest those funds elsewhere in the midfield, I think. I'm happy with my attackers, to be honest. I mean you okay, let's say let's I mean spitball it. We could let's say you take out Jesus and you get Solanke, then that gives you what? It was two and a half, three million to upgrade uh Gordon to Madison. Yes, or take out that flop ward and put in Henderson or Pope. There we go. That's the other option. Because this week you have Sanchez against Liverpool. Yeah. And then Tottenham. Yeah, I'm still happy with Sanchez to stay in goals. He'll get save points because Ward does not save. Uh, it is tricky. Just thinking of which two transfers, if I am going to take a point hit, do I do Ward and Gordon or Gordon and Jesus out? I would be looking at the fixtures here. I think a lot of people like me, I have to consider Isaac and what to do with him. Do I keep him for three weeks and then play him basically against Everton? Yeah. Or do I sell him now? What do you think's best? I mean, if he's out for two to three weeks, then don't you think it will be a bit of a, a waste on your bench? Yes, it would. But then again, I do have a bench at the moment. So, I mean, I. I have Bailey who yeah. plays Leeds and Forest this week. I'm playing James, who's got a good next few games too. Pereira, good games as well. And do I want to be wasting transfers when I have to deal with KDB, Haaland, Martinelli, yeah. and Cancelo? And from that perspective, I'm sure a good hold wouldn't hurt since you have the backup. Then, then again, I might... I'm, I haven't thought much about it, but I might just do Tony in for Isaac this week. In your, Bournemouth, yeah. in your team, you mentioned that you're happy with Sanchez in goal. Are you still happy with the Veltman double up in defense? Are you not tempted by, let's say, I've just mentioned, you've already got Trippier, but I just mentioned Chelsea who have Palace, Wolves, Villa, Brentford, United, Brighton. Are you not tempted by James? Or Chilwell, even? If I do get James, I may have to sell Trent, which is a viable option. Wait, do you have Trent? Yeah, I benched him. I just sold Salah. Then again, there is Chilwell as well, who I think is cheaper. And he played yeah. 50, like 15 minutes and he got a goal and assist against West Ham. Yeah. And personally, as a Chelsea fan, I think going forward, people are going to be uh, worried about the Cucurella Chilwell rotation. But I think there's a better chance of Cucurella being the left sided centre back and Chilwell being on the left back side. And James, obviously. On the right. Right, yeah. So I think both Chilwell and James are worth considering, especially with I those fixtures. Yeah, but still, I'm just not convinced with Chelsea. They're just leak, leaking goals. They I suppose are. so are Liverpool, but Brighton, Arsenal, City, West Ham, tough games. I mean, I would even consider taking an eight-point hit just to get rid of Trent, say, Gordon and Jesus, or Trent Ward and Jesus. 
For who though? If you were to sell Trent, who would you be getting? If you just if you just downplayed Chelsea. Yeah, fair enough. Because young Patterson is out. Mm, not much on offer, is there? There isn't. Even look, looking at the good fixtures, it's like you're not going to buy a Bournemouth defender. You're not going to buy maybe, I guess, Palace defender. But you already have Gordon. You're not going to buy Leicester, or Villa, or West Ham. Yeah, I suppose Chelsea is the only option. Perisic. Stop. <laughs> Just United. Dalot. Against Man City, it's probably not a good idea. No, not at all. I mean, the next two games after that, hmm. was it Everton and Newcastle? Personally, I wouldn't go insane with the hits this week. Liverpool play Brighton at home with a new manager. I would back Trent there. Um, Look, one of my transfers is, if I didn't have to handle this Isaac thing, and I still might not bother, was to do Dyer straight to Trent. Mm. So I wouldn't be selling Trent if I had him. Look, yeah, I still have him. I'm not thinking of selling him now. Maybe after Maybe. the Brighton game. Yeah. But, but I'm if... still considering Gordon and Jesus. Do I keep Jesus against Spurs? I probably would I at, at home. So if you if you're gonna rank rank the players that you don't have in game week twelve, so you're not gonna sell Haaland. No. Right, so that's not even negotiable. Yeah. KDB, you're probably going to go sideways to Salah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sell premiums like every week. So I'd rather keep them for two or three weeks and then get back on De Bruyne and Salah switch. Yeah, so you're going to keep De Bruyne until game week 11, probably. Yeah. Or no, 12. You're going to keep him for the Liverpool game. Yeah. So you're going to sell him in game week 12. So that's, you don't have to worry about that yet. Uh, Martinelli? Tottenham, Liverpool, Leeds. That's an easy move. If you do, you could do Jesus and Martinelli to whoever you wanted. Yeah. Zaha and Mitrovic. Mitrovic, yeah. Or Madison and Mitrovic. I think, do I do that now or do I do that during the Liverpool game? Because I think Spurs... Depends on your money. Yeah. If I had money in the bank, I would do Martinelli straight to Madison this week because they play Forest. And then next week I would do, because, and I'll mention why now, next week I would do Jesus and Gordon to Zaha and someone because Zaha then plays Leeds at home yeah. next week. Are we still not including Ward in those transfers? I need no, to get rid of that man. You, yes. you have Sanchez. You just said <sighs> that. Yeah, I do need rotating keepers. <laughs> That's the way you play, I guess. You like to have yeah. the rotating. For me, I, I'm not much of a fan of that. Uh, personally, yeah, as I mentioned, well, we could, I guess you can consider that more as we we're chatting. But uh, besides me doing Isaac or trend in, I'm probably not going to do anything else. And going forward, 
I'm probably going to, as you mentioned, Zaha, I want him. I'm not sure how I'm going to get him, though. And Bailey, I don't want to have him long-term, so I'm going to probably sell him leading into the Chelsea game. We'll see. But also, I have the Martinelli conundrum, so I might use Martinelli to get to Zaha. Yeah. And in... I must just decide when I want to do the transfer for if I want to get Trent back or not. Because I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to sell KDB to Salah in game week 12. And then I, I currently yeah. have this I have this war chest of two and a half million <laughs> to use on whatever I want to at the moment. So I can easily get to Zaha if I want. And you discussed you might want to get Kane in as well, wouldn't you? I mean, I might. Game week 10 is an option. I mean, I could. Look, at the moment, if I sold Isaac, I'm probably... How much is Kane? 11? Yeah, more or less. I'm probably about a million and a bit off. So I probably wouldn't get him. Yeah. So it's unlikely to happen, personally, I don't think. Anyway, let's show you some of the stats so far this season. Again, this is now the whole of the first eight game weeks, so you get to see how they're all doing. Defenders-wise, XGI, this has got taken from the Fantasy Football Scout website, so if you want to join up there, you can easily do that and find these stats. Um, yeah, I guess this shows why you wouldn't sell Trent. Right yeah. Now. And why you would get James back in. Yes. And why you would keep Trippier, most likely, because they're yeah. the biggest outlets in their teams. And uh, Nicker Williams, again, they're not good defensively, but he's there. He's always there or thereabouts. So he's a good option as well. <sighs> Even during, for that blank game 12, would you consider bringing Robertson in for Cancelo just for that one? Week. Uh, who do Liverpool play in Gaming 12? I don't remember. Do you? Not at all. <laughs> uh, let me look. In Gaming 12, Liverpool play West Ham at home. Probably, oof, that's actually a pretty good game. Uh, something to consider. It is a consideration. If you can't afford, if I already had Trent, then no, probably not. Mm. Uh, if I was trying to look for another way to get to a Liverpool defender, maybe. Yeah. So, no, because of Champions League next week and Pep Roulette, obviously, with De Bruyne, maybe consider selling him earlier than gaming 12. So, no, you want to rest him for the Liverpool game. Sure. Right, yeah. yeah. I, is there any anything you okay you based on what you said earlier, I'm assuming you're not gonna sell De Bruyne this week for Salah. Not at all. Okay, fair enough. Nor would I, but because <laughs> okay, he didn't blow away in during the international break, as far as I know. Like, I switched off entirely, I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um Looking at midfielders, though, you just mentioned KDB, and the reason why, again, you wouldn't sell him. 
he is linking up so well with Haaland in that system at the moment. There's no chance he can sell him. No. Decent captaincy option too, let's be honest. Yeah, between him and Haaland. I'm sure everyone's going to go Haaland against United. Pitiful, but De Bruyne, differential, yeah. I think recently, from now onwards, teams are changing. A lot more people are wildcarding this week. So even compared to my wildcard last week, there's a big difference. And for those who wildcarded early, like you, there's a very big difference in our teams at the moment, which is nice to see. Yeah. The variety, especially captaincy-wise. People are going to captain the likes of Son now, or Kane, or <laughs> Salah this week. It's a differential against Brighton. Of course, yeah. I might do a sneaky Jesus against Spurs. Yeah. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Me, Pope, against whoever. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Zaha looking very good as well up there, up top. And Martinelli, still good. But yeah. if you're going to sell him, we bought him at what, six million? Right. That's a lot of selling. And if you're going to sell him and you try and buy him back again, that's a lot of money to pay 6.6. Yeah. I mean, how much Zaha is? Yeah, 7.2. I mean, I could just do it, like you said. Wait, where's Madison? Madison's not even in this. He isn't, but that's because his team minute. sucks. But yeah, if you look at his stats over the last four weeks, five weeks, he's scored every week, either goal or assist or more. So you would rather go Madison over Zaha for this week? I would because it's against Forest. Yeah. Whereas Zaha plays Chelsea. And. It, I have James, so therefore I'm going to back James over Zaha yes. this week. Right. Depends on what you want to do, though. I don't know. <laughs> Are you happy to keep Rashford, though? Seems that way, in, in the derby. Yeah, I suppose. If he's fit, we'll see on Saturday or Friday whenever the team uses art. If he isn't fit, what are you going to do? Well, I have Pereira... As backup, so it'd be a straight swap. Okay, so you, so you wouldn't sell him over Martinelli to get to Zaha? No. All right. No no Man United biases there whatsoever. <laughs> None at all. Um. Anyway, forwards, we're not going to even mention the number one guy because he's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Kane, doing very well in the last game against Leicester, as expected, I guess, and then Son just absolutely blew it out of the water. He did, yeah. But he did well. Kane, Jesus, Mitrovic, Tony, top five strikers, and Isaac right not too far away behind there. It's basically one of those few strikers. There's at least a few options now. Yeah, indeed. I mean, how's your Nunes doing? You joke, but I looked at him. Look, I have this two and a half million in the bank, and I was like, Isaac... I don't really want to buy Tony because of him burning me earlier in the season. Yeah. So do I just buy Nunez back against Brighton? I can't afford to. Right. Am I going to? Is that silly? What do you think? If I was you, I wouldn't. But it's just preference, I suppose. No, I wasn't really considering it, but yeah. No. The voice of reason tells me not to. Yeah. Uh, I'm not tempted by Watkins or Firmino at all. So it really, 
I don't want to go back to Jesus because the blank in 12. I have Mitrovic, so therefore my only option is Kane or Tony. Kane's price kind of hinders your chances, doesn't it? It does, yes. <laughs> I mean, right now, 7.1 added onto Isaac is 9.5. So I'm still a good 2 million off. There's no way I can get afford to get Kane. So it's probably going to be Tony or I hold him. I mean, you could always sell James. <laughs> <laughs> I could. Sorry. I could, but I won't. Yeah. My yeah. joke for the day. Let's move on. Okay. Fair <laughs> we will. And... <laughs> Looking ahead, we've got the Gambit 9 fixtures. Let's predict them. Uh, I'll go first. North London Derby, first game on Saturday. I am going to go for a 2-1 Arsenal win. Yeah, I think it'll be high scoring. I'm going to go 3-1 Arsenal. Good grief. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. From someone who's selling their Arsenal assets. Not just yet, but soon, yes. Bournemouth, Brentford, what do you think? Brentford. But Bournemouth are looking good recently, but I'll still stick with Tony. I tend to agree with you. Brentford, 2-1. Crystal Palace, Chelsea. Chelsea, oof. It's Potter's first Premier League game, I think. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, he played, he played Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I'm going to go Chelsea, but maybe a 1 0. Yeah, I'll go Chelsea win. I'm not, At least a draw, but Chelsea win. I'm not confident, though. Yeah. I like the way that they set up in the Champions League game, though. I will mention that. That the looks yeah. good, promising wise. Uh, Fulham, Newcastle. This is a tough one, being a Mitrovic and double lip. Ever what am I saying? <laughs> a double Newcastle defensive owner. Uh, does Mitrovic blank two games in a row? I think... I don't think so. I think not at home. And therefore, I'm going to say a one-all. Yeah. I mean, he did well internationally for his beloved Serbia. I think he did score a few times. He did. I think he came off one of the games with an ice pack on his leg, though. So I'm not yeah. sure if he's entirely fine. What do you think? Yeah, I read about that, but he said either him or the manager said he'll still play through it. He's Mitrovic. He'll want to play. Fair. What's your prediction? Oh, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to say a safe draw, but Fulham maybe sneak it. Knowing that I have Trippier in defense. I was going to say, you're really backing against your team, yeah? Liverpool Brighton, the biggest thing to worry about this week as a non seller owner. Yeah, I'm just gonna go straight for the draw. Wow. Yeah. Which draw though? Like four? Just a draw, to be fair. <laughs> I'm I'm worried. <laughs> I don't have any of them. Uh and I think it's gonna be a, at least a two 0 win for Liverpool. Interesting. Uh, I'm not opposed to saying a 4 0 either. So. I mean, it could come down to a, a Brighton penalty in the 90th minute. It could. Yeah. Southampton, Everton. I don't know. I don't care, to be honest. <laughs> Even though I have Gordon. 
Yeah, we'll discuss this later, but... Uh, DCL back. Draw. Southampton win. West Ham yeah. Wolves. The worst of the worst. These two games are really pushing their luck. Uh, West Ham win this 1-0. Yeah, I think Bowen might do something, hopefully. Get his confidence back. Is that a West Ham win for you? Yes, it's a West Ham win for me. <laughs> okay. Sunday, we go to the main event, and that's Leeds versus Villa. What do you think? <laughs> I think your yeah, Leeds should win this. I mean, you say Leeds. I mean, I was considering a Harrison for Gordon switch this week, but that's just silly, I think. I would go Sinistera over anyone. If I was hmm. buying a little a Leeds midfielder, it would be Sinistera. I think he's the new Rafinha. Right. Uh, and he's nailed, right? He hasn't played a full 90 yet, but he, he's getting a good 60 minutes every game. I think he's building up fitness, but he's got that creativity in him. So I think he's going to be the player. And cheap, I suppose. I think he's five, five point something. Yeah. Very close to Gordon uh, Price. Just to throw that cat amongst the pigeons for you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to agree with you. Leeds will get the win here, I think. And then Manchester City versus Manchester United. What do we think is going to happen here? Let's say this. If Rashford is fit, I'll say we have a chance. If he's not, actually, regardless, I think City should win. They're just too powerful. Tough game for United. First challenge for Ten Hag. If he can get his structures right. It probably depends on how he lines up, right? Yeah. If, if he plays that same, the way he played against Liverpool and yeah. Arsenal, right? That counter-attacking style. If he tries to go man for man, Man City-wise, yeah. He's gonna, you're going to lose. Yeah. As you see, like, he's, not, he's not changing much once he's get like confidence in the team. Like to stay with this same formation. So with that, it's hard not to be biased against United. Yeah, I'm going 5-0 five, five City. To be fair, they are that good, but yeah. I mean, it could happen. You never know. Um, I'm Gonna say a two or three one city. Depends on who I'm gets just, the first first goal. I'm just dreading Holland against Martinez. It's just it's gonna be a no contest. Yes. We'll see. It's gonna be fun to watch. Are you just not gonna predict? <laughs> <laughs> city win. Okay. And then Monday Night Football, Leicester versus Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest lose this game at least 2-0. Yeah. Agree. Good. I'm glad we agree on that. <laughs> it's important. All right. Let's have a look at our plans for the game week. And should we start with me or you? Just go you because you started with me last time. Too late. Sorry, picked the wrong one. Uh, you're telling telling us. <laughs> Tell us how you're lining up for game week nine. I'll break it down for you, Challenge. Please do. 
So at the moment, I'm starting with Ward ahead of Sanchez. I mean, I doubt Leicester will go Iverson. There's no need to swap keepers there. But what do I know? Even I if he doesn't I, play, I think Sanchez will come in automatically, so that's fine. Okay. So Ward, Cancelo, Trippier, Trent, Defence. Rashford, question mark. Gordon, De Bruyne, Martinelli in the midfield. Jesus, Holland, Captain, and Tony as my forwards. Sanchez, Feltman, Nico, and Andreas. Bench warmers. Captain, Holland. I think that's a fern pick, and I will stick with that. Unless I change my mind to De Bruyne to be a differential. Or Jesus, but at the moment, Holland. I'm sure he'll be a favourable pick amongst fantasy owners. For sure. So, so it will be tr- worth going against the grain, I think. Your Mind you know, Holland is just a freak, so you can't not captain him. <laughs> Transfer-wise, uh, I mean, we discussed this in depth previously. It's just the Gordon conundrum. Gordon and Martinelli. I don't want to waste the opportunity of Madison going mad, excuse the pun, against Forrest, if he does. Can you remember if you have money in the bank or not? I have 1.1. Oh, so you can actually afford to go straight to Madison? Uh, not from Gordon, but for, for Martinelli transfer, yeah. I suppose I could do them both. No, I can't. Maybe for Zaha and for Hoiberg. Oh, I lie. Uh, Martinelli is, I mean, Madison is 7.9. Yeah. So you can't go straight to Martinelli, from Martinelli. So you're back with that four-point hit. Yeah. So you're either taking a hit either way for Gordon or Martinelli. I would well, just keep the team as it is and next week slowly take out Arsenal because they play Liverpool. That's an option too. If you were to... So basically you're comparing the Arsenal boys to Madison against Forrest and Mitrovic against Newcastle? Yeah. This week at least. Who do you think scores more? And then in, in game week 10, when when Arsenal play Liverpool, Mitrovic plays West Ham away and Madison plays Bournemouth. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of a no-brainer to exclude Madison. But whether he performs or not is a different question. For me, I would keep Gordon. Yeah. Gordon plays in 12 decent fixtures going forward. I would keep Ward as well, because that's just me, But because you have a playing keeper already. Yeah. I just don't know. Prioritize the transfers. Yeah, I'll wait until next week, I suppose. <clears throat> wow, voice is going. <laughs> So you're not going to do anything then? Is that a hint? No, I'm just surprised because you were pretty set on the hit at least. And now you're just like, oh, I'll just not do anything. 
That's me. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm a sad Greek. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I want to save Arsenal assets for Spurs. Whether I keep both of them is questionable. Okay. I mean, and... going forward, maybe keep oh, Jesus, but Martinelli hasn't really done much. <laughs> Gotta love fantasy. all right fair enough let's look at my team um pope in goal cancelo trippier james at the back midfield of de bruyne martinelli andreas and madison and then up front i have harland currently captain mitrovic and isaac who is a orange flag so as i mentioned i can either bench isaac and play Probably Bailey. And then wait it out until next week and see what if there's any news on Isaac. If he's fit, I'll keep him. I'm not sure why you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and the other option is to sell Isaac to Tony immediately. And that yeah. means I, that means I can't get Trent back in this week. And that also means that I can't do Salah this week as well if I don't want to have De Bruyne. Yeah, it's just the you can't have all the, the premiums. With that said, would you rather wait and get your local assets during the city blank and Arsenal blank? I'm not sure. Uh, Looking at De Bruyne, look, we know he's playing well in that City setup, and they play Southampton next. And there's a Champions League game coming. Yeah. And I think he's going to get minutes in that as well before the Liverpool game. So I think they're going to prioritize him for the Liverpool game, both of those right. players. Yeah. So would I not just do Salah now, get him in for De Bruyne? And then next week, I can get Trent back if I want. What do you think? Even though Salah plays Brighton this week, Arsenal next week, <laughs> and then Man City, on paper, I don't. I think I have to commit to it, and I'm probably going to. Yeah, it just comes down to your commitment. If you want to just bring Salah in for the one game week and then sell him, it's not going to be worth it. I'll hold him. What do you think? As opposed doing... to me, who just wants to wait the three weeks and get him game week 12. I'm probably going to do that. But if you're me, would you rather do Isaac to Tony or would you do Dyer to Trent this week? Or do you just bench Isaac and play Bailey? I mean, it depends if you want the free transfer next week. Can't not say no to Tony straight away. Thing is, look, I'll, I'll, let me explain it this way then. I think I can afford to do, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm probably going to do it, is do Isaac to Tony this week. And then I can afford to do uh, either Bailey or Martinelli straight to Zaha. 
next week. Hmm. Not bad. I think I can maybe afford to keep Martinelli for the blank and sell Bailey to get Zaha. Then I'd have Zaha and Madison and Tony. Yeah, I also have to plan to get Zaha in somehow. And that would obviously be getting Madison in. I'm not sure. There's a lot of prioritization here. And this is where, again, I guess where wildcarders this week have a bit of an advantage now because they can plan a little bit better. Yeah. But captaincy-wise, are we set on Holland? Definitely. Wouldn't see why. Or Madison against Forest. But Holland, I think. Didn't consider that. That's actually not a bad pick. I'm considering that. Holland, I don't trust your defense enough. Let's be honest. (laughs) So I'll probably stick with Holland, but De Bruyne is the other option, I guess. Yeah. Excuse me. But you're probably going to stick to that, right? Yeah, and I'm probably going to take a four-point hit this week. And next week. And that's all. And the week after. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm going to have to take out the Arsenal assets this week to afford Mitrovic and Madison. So, like five minutes ago, you were not doing anything, and now you're back on the. <laughs> oh no, just to end off this cast on a high, okay? Okay, fair enough. All right, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so on Twitter and on Instagram. We are Fan Challenged One Word, and on YouTube, Fantasy Challenged One Word. If you, yes, please do give us a heart, a like, a subscribe, <laughs> all of those things on YouTube. And if you prefer the podcast version of us, you don't want to see our faces, you can listen to our sultry tones on podcast format at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. If not there, wherever you find them, just search Fantasy Challenged, we should pop up. Um, On that note, I think we have delved enough into the game week. I think we're pretty brushed up on everything that we missed out on. What do you think? Yeah, I think kind of set on what we want to do. I think targets so. and future targets. Feels but like for me, it's just whether I want to take a four points or not. <laughs> Come back next week and Alex has taken a minus 16. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past me. Been done before. I've taken a minus 21 hit on the last game of the season before. Got 120 points though, which was worth it. I think my biggest was minus 16 and it also paid off. <laughs> Crazy. That was when Palace was performing well. Yeah, that, that was to bring in Zaha. Like Arnold and yeah, yeah. Zaha. Great times. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, good luck to everyone. Good luck to you. And see you next week. Yeah, all the best, guys. Stay safe. Bye. Goodbye.